Mother's Day is almost here, and you can get her the most beautiful time-tested gift around. A watch she can wear every day for movement. Whether mom's into classic dress watches, rare and refined ceramics, or tried-and-true bestsellers, movement has something she'll love. And right now, you can save big on the best Mother's Day gift ever with up to 50% off site-wide during Movement's Mother's Day sale at MVMT.com. Again, that's up to 50% off at MVMT.com. Star Wars 7x7 episode 2222. I'm back with live episodes for you, and today we're going to catch up on a few bits of news that have happened in the past week, including the announcement of 15 Emmy nominations for The Mandalorian, and I'm going to break down those nominations for you. Punch it! Hey Rebel Rouser, I'm Alan Voivod and this is Star Wars 7x7, your daily dose of Star Wars joy. And thank you so much for joining me for it. I saw a couple of headlines suggesting that it was a surprise that The Mandalorian got the kind of haul for Emmy nominations that they did, 15 in total. You know, I don't know that it was really that much of a surprise, especially when you look at the category possibilities and you see that it's certainly possible because many of the nominations are actually in the same kinds of categories for which Star Wars tends to be nominated at the Oscars. And yet, when you look at television competition, they're doing things in The Mandalorian that really aren't being done in television. And so from, you know, the technical side of things, yeah, that shouldn't come as a surprise. Maybe, maybe you could make a case for, you know, certain other creative categories being surprising, but, you know, we'll get to that. First, let's just talk about the fact that those 15 nominations are actually in 13 categories. There's one category where they actually scored nominations for multiple episodes, so separate nominations. Three episodes are nominations out of... Oh gosh, it was uh, eight total nominations in the category. So yeah, it's a, it's a different world looking at the whole Emmy situation. The Mandalorian was actually nominated for Outstanding Dramatic Program, and the competitors for this one include Better Call Saul, The Crown, The Handmaid's Tale, Killing Eve, Ozark, Stranger Things and Succession. I think this is some pretty tough competition. And the other category for which The Mandalorian as a series was nominated was for Stunt Direction. And for the rest of the nominations, for the other 13 nominations, they are all individual episodes. I was particularly surprised to see, like, for example, Ludwig Göransson. He was only nominated for Chapter 8, the final episode of the series, for music. And that's, I guess, just the way it is for the Emmy nominations, anything related to music, because all of his competitors in that category are also being nominated for single episodes and not necessarily for an entire season. And the Department of Corrections is telling me that I said stunt direction when I should have said stunt coordination, so my apologies on that. Speaking of Chapter 8 of the show, Redemption, that one is the most nominated episode of the series. It has four nominations, Ludwig Gornson's music, as I mentioned, also 
Here we go, single camera picture editing. I have had to re-record this line multiple times because I can't seem to say that one and have it roll off my tongue. So single camera picture editing, that's another one. And then guest actor with Giancarlo Esposito as Moff Gideon and voiceover performance for Taika Waititi as IG-11. The second episode, The Child, came in second place with three individual nominations. And every other episode received at least one nomination, with the exception of The Gunslinger, which was Chapter 5, Episode 5, the one that took place on Tatooine. That one, unfortunately, was shut out of the nominations. As far as technical categories go, well, what I mentioned to you about categories in which Star Wars movies tend to be nominated, sound editing and sound mixing, there are nominations for The Mandalorian here as well, also with visual effects, that's there. Production design, costumes, prosthetics, all of those categories also are represented by The Mandalorian. And rounding it out would be cinematography and three nominations for single camera picture editing, and they are going up against two episodes of Ozark, two episodes of Succession, and one episode of Stranger Things. So the odds are in favor of The Mandalorian, just sheer numbers alone. And as far as them winning anything, well, you know, considering how dry it's been, at least on the Oscar platform for wins for the Star Wars franchise, you know, it's a little bit hard to get necessarily upbeat about The Mandalorian's potential, but man, 15 is pretty intense. You would think that its odds would be best in categories where it has succeeded in the past, like visual effects and sound mixing and sound editing, but in the visual effects category, they're also going up against Watchmen, which is the most nominated show with 26 nominations. Also Westworld, also Lost in Space, so it's not as if they're going against competition that, you know, isn't operating in the same field, so to speak, right? I mean, there are other categories where it's nominated against, say, Succession or Ozark, where you know, you, you nominated, say, Ozark for Best Visual Effects, obviously, a Star Wars production would probably win that hands down. And whereas the eighth episode has four nominations, I feel like the odds are more in favor of episode two, The Child, getting an actual win, at least one, with its three nominations for sound mixing, uh, yes, and also single camera picture editing, and also for visual effects, right? So those are the three categories in which the second episode of the show is nominated. I also think stunt coordination, they have a very strong chance at that considering the competition as well. For that category, they're going against a number of crime drama shows, The Blacklist and SWAT and The Rookie, and also Stranger Things too. So yeah, I feel pretty good about The Mandalorian in that category. Now there's just a couple more things to tell you about, but first I wanna give a quick shout out to our friends at Audible, and if you are interested in a free trial and a free audiobook, then you can check out sw7x7.com audible. I review a lot of the books that we talk about here on the podcast based on the audio versions that I get from Penguin Random House Audio, and the quality of the productions is fantastic. The music, the sound effects, like it's really, 
as close to an actual cinematic experience or a television experience as you will get in being told a Star Wars story. I really enjoy them and I think you might as well if you haven't tried it before. Head to sw7x7.com audible for a free audiobook and a free 30-day trial. Now for those last things, when are we going to find out who wins and how many The Mandalorian actually wins? Well, September 20th is the big day so we've got to wait a month and a half, eh, a little more, before we find out whether the Mandalorian is able to break the awards deficit that's been happening in the Star Wars franchise for lo these many years. Also, maybe the whole notion of this being a surprise comes from Jon Favreau's quote in the official release where he says, we had a great time making it and being nominated is an unexpected bonus. I don't know if that necessarily means that it completely comes as a surprise or if that's just, you know, a wonderful way of saying it's an honor just to be nominated, right? And lastly, Kathleen Kennedy's comments, and I do think this is particularly relevant just for the broader scheme of things. Like, The Mandalorian was one of the headline shows with which Disney Plus launched, and Kathleen Kennedy gives Disney Plus a lot of credit in her comment for the press release. She says, Disney Plus took a big risk with us on The Mandalorian, and I can't thank them enough. And she also talks about John Favreau and Dave Filoni and the, <laughs> the incredible innovations of ILM and Skywalker sound. But probably the best line in the whole thing is when she says, I can't wait to see the child in his tux for the award ceremony, which I thought was great. And heaven knows if they win something, you're gonna see a Funko Pop with a child in a tuxedo. It's coming. <laughs> I can guarantee it almost. And that is gonna do it for our episode of the show today. Thank you so much for joining me for it as always. And may the force be with you wherever in the world you may be. Star Wars 7x7 is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox and is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other Star Wars related items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited or their respective trademark and copyright holders. May the force be with them. All original content is copyright 2020 by Star Wars 7x7. We hope you love it. Save big money and transform your home with new appliances now at Menards. We offer the lowest prices and the largest in-stock appliance selection ready to take home today. Check out top appliance brands, including KitchenAid, Maytag, Whirlpool, Amana, and Criterion. Upgrade your home and save big money on new appliances at Menards. Shop our entire selection of appliance options online today at Menards.com. Save big money.